Good morning and welcome to The Secret Behind Our Success. I am Rebecca Rausch, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to the story behind our success. I am in awe of this next guest. He is young, handsome, insanely successful, and well, I'm not sure what else. Let's find out. Alex Richards of Vanguard Realty, Walmart Automation Pro, and founder of Influence Buddy, who was a victim of the Instagram powers, and he's just shy of 25 years old. How is this possible, and can you please come talk to my 20-somethings? <laughs> Thank you for having me on, Rebecca. Pleasure to be here, and I mean, how to make this possible, I guess that could be a very long story. You know, it, it was not a linear journey whatsoever. Um, but I think it was a lot of trial and error over time and continuously, I, I would owe it. That was one thing I would say, I figured out how to delegate a lot of tasks to other people or technology. And it's allowed me to get things done a little bit faster than I would have if I was you know, relying on myself. Hey, so now you were even included in Yahoo's Finance's top 30 entrepreneurs during a pandemic. How is that possible? Yeah, uh, yeah. Surprise? So for that, it was it was really exciting, you know, when it happened. I mean, I thought I was approached by somebody who was publishing with them. It was beside two people, Grant Cardone and Ty Lopez, two people who I looked up to a lot. I actually wow. took some some courses from Ty Lopez um, when I was first starting out and learning about social media. So he was one of the, you know, I wouldn't say the catalyst, but a big part of it when it was the, the beginning stages. So yeah, with there, you know, putting myself out there, I've worked really hard at building a brand online. So people know who I am and uh, it, it paid off. And I mean, I think during the time that we had that publication, uh, we were doing a lot of cool things. We were employing people overseas, we were employing people all over the world and being able to bring that to the global economy to, um, to a North American economy and help people in a way that wasn't possible before the internet. And, you know, I think that's uh, why we're recognized. That's fantastic. Now, I just happened to uh, be listening to Grant Cordone this morning <laughs> on Clubhouse and actually connected with him to get a lead on a, a class that he was talking about. So uh, that's kind of a small world there. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it really is. Um, I want to talk to you about Walmart Automation Pro. Mm. All right, I Let's just say, granted, I've researched it, but nobody else out here has listened, knows anything about this yet. Tell me why it's so wonderful and why do we all want to get in on it? Right. So with Walmart Automation Pro, I think, you know, I've always taken the, the values that I just mentioned, which was being able to save our time, right? If there's one thing that everyone has the same as the 24 hours in a day, and we have to figure out how can we best utilize those. So Walmart Automation Pro on the view of it, it's an e-commerce company. But when you dive deeper, it's a lot more than that because what we've done is we've been able to employ tons of people overseas at an ongoing rate where because of the difference in, in currency, we can in, in, uh, employ them for a much cheaper rate and offer a very lucrative service where we're actually building full e-commerce stores for individuals who have no idea how to do e-commerce. And in exchange, we do a split of the profits. So that way we're able to let you practically do nothing at all and have our team build a store and then profit from, um, from that profit share. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a dirty word. 
Is this like Shopify? <laughs> so it, it it is and it isn't. Um, Shopify is an online marketplace that you can sell. But the thing with Shopify is that once you put your store up, it's kind of like putting a store in the middle of a desert, right? You need to build traffic. You need to push people to your store. And now you don't just have to find good products and be good at finding products. You also have to be an expert in marketing. You have to be an expert in branding. You have to be an expert in so many different things. When it comes to Shopify, it has its advantages because you're able to build your own thing, right? It's your brand. Whereas with what we're doing, we're leveraging Walmart. And the reason we're using Walmart is because they have over 100 million unique visitors every single month. No. Over 100 million. Get out. You post a product on Walmart and you have the potential to have a hundred million people who are in your, in your little area and they're looking for things that you're posting. So we've just found a great way to find out through different softwares on what's selling, what has a good profit margin. We put it on the platform and next thing you know, you're able to generate sales from that. So who is the client? I call it the client you can best serve. I, I'm, don't, I'm not a big persona avatar person. I look at you know, yeah. the person you can knock their socks off. Who is that for you? For me, the person who we could really knock their socks off, the people who love to work with us are the usually the busy individuals, you know, people who they are occupied with their life, whether we have people who are a lot of nurses, doctors, investors, engineers, things like that, who work with us because they're so busy, but they have some money aside that they want to invest. And right now, when you look at investment opportunities, the real estate, is a crazy market. I mean, it's quite volatile at the moment. It's something that you have to kind of learn to get into such a, when you look at stocks, people are investing in stocks and and that can be a great option. But again, it all requires some time and they're traditional ways of investing. For us, we've offered an investment opportunity to get involved with e-commerce where when you look at the margins that we're achieving, you know, nothing is guaranteed, but when you see things and you look at the past and you can make your own decision. Um, we, we really have something valuable for that person who has some money aside, wants to put it to work, and our team will do all of that work for them to generate returns on a monthly basis. Even if I am not, don't have something to sell? Even if you have nothing to sell, I, our team- I'm confused. I'm confused. You get, clarify this for me. I thought yeah. this was like something like I have, I have a widget- and I'm going to come to mm-hmm. you and you're going to help me sell it at Walmart or, or on the Walmart thing. But that's not what this is about. Tell no. Me. So it's actually great because we utilize a method called drop shipping. So with drop shipping, instead of having to purchase all your inventory up front or spend the time finding that perfect product, you're able to utilize a method where we don't have to purchase our products before somebody has actually paid you to get that product from you. So what we do is we go on other major suppliers, find products that could be profitable, list them on Walmart. So we're just taking the image, the description, we we build it up so that we rank it high. Um, But then as soon as the sale goes through, only then once we have the money, do we take the product from another supplier and ship it to the client. So we didn't have to spend anything beforehand. It was free for us to list that product. And because of that, we're able to list thousands of products in your store and start generating revenue by finding the ones that are profitable. Now, as an investor, though, what would that look like? I mean, would you buy a Mm. store? Would you sponsor a product? 
So for us, one, the basically the way it works is that we'd have two different packages that people typically come in um, come in with. And with Walmart specifically, it's very difficult to get approved to be on their marketplace. They they want to limit it to people who are experienced e- uh, e-commerce sellers. And when we do this, we're only able to have one store per person. So in theory, I would be able to just do this and you know scale it to as much as I want. But instead, since I can't do that, um, I found that it'd be better to partner with someone else where we build everything, we get them approved, we have our team, we hire new employees to run everything. That will be a $20,000 upfront investment. And that's a one-time thing that allows us to expand our operations. Afterwards, we use completely uh, or we rely completely on the profits that we generate to pay ourselves in the future. So when I say the investment uh, to get started would be the 20,000 or we have a couple other options if somebody wants to come in with more money and potentially scale faster and do those different things, um, we can can talk about that. But typically for 20,000, we hire the employees, we have a warehouse that we get for you, we get the products, we do everything and... um, yeah, yeah. So we really do all the work and let you uh, let you benefit with us. That's fantastic. So I get a question: What is your background? Did you what did what did you do to prepare for this? Or did yeah. this a great idea that you came up with, or a bunch of guys sitting around drinking beer thought of it? What's going on? So it was well. Again, ever since I, I built Influence Buddy, which was my first technology company, it was a software, and I absolutely loved that because I was making more money. It's the first time I ever hit six figures. I was twenty, I think, at the time, and it was amazing because I didn't do anything. Um, I, it was a software; it did everything for me. So I created it, and then it was great. Got shut down, but ever since then, I was always in a very like I was very urgent to find ways to gain my time back because the other businesses I was doing, which I got into digital marketing, were taking up all my time. So then with my digital marketing agency, which is Vanguard Realty, where we do work with agents and help them scale um, through online lead generation. And we have teams employed to help with uh, booking appointments and then we we do a lot of things for them. But all that to say is that company is where I started employing a lot of people. And when we do Walmart automation, um, it's not as much about, you know, I, I think anyone, if they want to, they can go in, put some time and learn the process, process of selling on Walmart. The issue isn't when you're selling one to two products and is when you're selling a hundred per day, a thousand per day thousands and thousands of products per month, you now need to have a team, employ them, teach them. And for me, when I had my, um, or, or when I have still have my marketing agency, I've learned how to train teams, build SOPs to be able to onboard new people, account managers. It's kind of like learning to grow a business rather than learning the exact model. So I think once you get it once, it's fairly easy to pivot into different industries and start diversifying. Um, and then I was a consultant for a social media or not, sorry, I, I was a social media consultant for an e-commerce company um, a couple of years back. And I seen them scale their company to eight figures within a year. Um, so I thought that was 
incredible. And they gave me the taste of seeing what it was to scale a e-commerce company. I always wanted to do it. The time wasn't right. And then as soon as I seen Walmart, which they only opened up their doors in January, 2020, I instantly told all my team, like, we got to get on it. We got to work this. And um, ever since then, it's, you know, it's been amazing. So what do you see um, in the industry, industry trends that waste time and money that you're saving? Industry trends in terms of business, would you say, like in, in which way would you say an industry trend? I would, I, would, I would think, what am I risking if I don't go with you? Hmm. A, I think, a- yeah. So right now, I would say not to get into like a, a full on political side of things. But, you know, if we look at the value of currency at the moment, fiat currency, I think if you study the history of that and you see where we're going, you know, there's trillions of dollars that are being printed in the US. And that makes it so that you, if you're holding your money, you're losing money, right? So we're always taught that holding money like savers are the ones who gain. And right now we're in a time that saving your money is usually, it's almost like the worst thing you can do. And you have to place it in at like specific places. And not everyone is educated on where should I put my money. And that's something that I encourage everyone to do is start learning about, even if it's it's not like working with us for $20,000, it could be $100, right? You're, you're allocating $100 a month. You have to learn where do I want to put this and where can it actually help me grow every month rather than hurt me every month. So I would say anybody who has money aside, it's really important for them to find a place that they're comfortable with putting that money and that they're excited to work with that person and that they could expect it to grow um, on a monthly and annual basis. They were talking this morning on Clubhouse about making sure that you have real assets, that Mm. you're not just doing stuff in stocks and bonds, that it's always important to have real assets. And that sounds like you're providing an access to that. So yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. Exactly. Um, it, it's like an e-commerce asset, right? It's a virtual mm-hmm. asset that right now with e-commerce growing at the rate that it has, people see it's good. People know it's there. People are, are living it, right? You've probably ordered from something from Amazon in the recent, uh, in the recent past. 24 and, hours? <laughs> yeah, within 24 <laughs> hours, right. Exactly. It's, it's just become such a big part of our lives. Amazon mm-hmm eBay, Walmart, Shopify, all these different things. We know it works, but we never think, how can I be the person on the other side that makes money, yeah, right? We might, we assume that it's Amazon making money or it's Walmart making money. But in all reality, when you look into it, there's a little little store on the bottom there that is not Walmart, it's not Amazon, it's not the company, the big company itself. Those companies are kind of like, you know, it's like the, when you look at Uber or Airbnb, you're not, Airbnb takes a little cut, but it's a real person that's hosting this house um, right. that you're living in. And that's what we do with e-commerce. We allow you to become the Airbnb owner um, so that every time a sale goes through, you're profiting from that. Okay. Now I'm going to get tough on you. You ready? I'm ready. Have you ever made a mistake? How did it go down? And was there a mantra or a, something that pushed you through to the other side? Three questions. In one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say my first mistake when I was put in, not my, not my first mistake. I, I won't, uh, I won't say that. I said my first big mistake that I really seen that was probably hurting me the most from, you know, getting to the next side of, um, of that time success was 
really trying to do everything myself in a leadership role. Um, and then I seen that there was a, the 80, 20 rule where if somebody can do something 80% as well as you can, you should always delegate it to them. And in the beginning, I had a really, really hard time with this because I'm a perfectionist. I don't know if I'm OCD, but I am probably a little bit. It's very hard for me to not have things done my way. Um, so I would always try to micromanage everything. And that was hurting me the most. And so I think once I learned to let go, trust other people and empower them, that is what allowed me to duplicate you know, kind of not say duplicate myself, but duplicate my efforts so that as a team, we're able to do so much more in a day. Um, so I would say to everyone is, you know, learn to be able to be good first, be good for, for yourself first, but then to be able to give that and encourage and empower others to do the same, because you're going to be, that's how you build an amazing team. And that's how you build something big. Okay. So where's the mantra? What's the mantra? The mantra would be put yourself first so you can help others. <laughs> put, yeah. <laughs> put your put yourself first so you can be the best you can uh, you can offer when helping the people that look up to you. I think that's very important to to do do what's best for you. Um, so that you can become good. You know, oftentimes people will. I think you, you have to become to a certain degree where instead of always trying to give to everyone, you do need to become good. You know, sometimes people get a little bit of success and then they want to teach everyone how they, they hit that little bit, but they should push further into that success and see a little bit more. And really when it gets uncomfortable, you know, that's where you have to really push through. And that's when you're going to get those big breakthroughs. That's going to help other people do the same. So not the cleanest mantra, but I think, you know, if we, if we look at that and break it down, the information in it is, uh, is a big part it's of it's how solid. I think. Yeah. Solid info. So where do you see yourself in five years? Are you going to be the next Tony Robbins? Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's funny you say that I've always watched, I've watched a lot of Tony Robbins videos. Mm -hmm. Um, he doing what he does was a big thing that inspired me to do what I do. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'm passionate about Vanguard Realty's service person. Like it's not my life's mission to offer lead generation to people. It's not my life's mission to offer e-commerce uh, solutions to people. I love those because they help change people's lives, but my goals are much bigger than that. Um, I really want to build, I, I use these companies as my own personal success story. So then I can inspire others to do the same. And I want to build a much bigger company where we take people from any stage in life and help them get to the next level, right? And I'm using these as my vehicles to, um, to not just, to be able to, um, to practice what I preach, I guess. So that's, that's where we're heading in five years. Well, I'm a big believer in you get what you give in life. So I think what you're doing is great and you're getting a lot of giving that you have done already. Um, yeah. Now, I was looking at your hobbies and you've got fitness, traveling, reading, your car, things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like uh, you've got a pretty exciting life, but I was curious, who is your favorite author? I would say my favorite author, I think would have to be Robin Sharma, um, 5 a.m. Club. So the 5 a.m. Club and also the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, those two books were like 
really life-changing for me. I mean, and I have a list of authors I love, but the 5 a.m. club was definitely the most impactful for me ever since I implemented that into my life. Um, it's, you know, I having a good morning routine sets up everything and also the nighttime routine and all your habits, but it was really good. And Sharma has a great way that when you're reading his story, he builds it in a kind of, he puts a personal development book into a fictional story. Um, and it really makes it an incredible read. You just don't want to put it down. So yeah, I love how he writes great author and amazing information. Great. I'd love to get a link to that. We'll put it in the show links when uh, we do the. Yeah. How about that? So if you can send that to me, that'd be great. Now Absolutely. here's the question. If I were an investor, there's an investor out there listening. What are some, what are the biggest things I want to be excited about? You've already told us a ton of stuff, but if you can mm. narrow it down to one or two, what would it be? I would say if they're listening today, the most exciting thing is the fact that we are going into Christmas. So I know it's a little early to speak about Christmas I right know, now. That's a sin. Um, yeah, I we're in August. <laughs> we're, we're end of August. We're talking about Christmas. But um, between no, the end of November and December, it's okay. the two largest months by far um, in e-commerce or more sales then than there are most times throughout the whole year. Uh, combined. So it's it's really a time that you want to be able to take advantage of. And if you get a store right now, you do have a ramp up phase, right? You can't just go from zero to a hundred overnight. So it does take a month or two to get things going. And if they're listening to this right now, and you get a store at the moment, you'd be able to still take advantage of the holiday season. And I think that's extremely exciting because, you know, I, we don't know how big this holiday season is going to be. We can't predict the future, but I think it's going to be, everybody's at home. <laughs> that's, that's what we're thinking. I think it's going to be the best uh, season we've ever seen. And, you know, even if it isn't this one, 2022, we're not going backwards in terms of e-commerce. So I'd say to be able to get in early um, where you might not think it's early, but I'd say it's very early in e-commerce and, you know, put your foot in the door start trying things, see how it works for you and just have a team that can manage everything is, uh, is extremely exciting and it diversifies your portfolio. Now, if I was going to work with you, what questions would you ask me if I were needing help doing this to get started with it? it what questions would I ask you? Mm-hmm. If I was going to yeah. get started with you, I'm interested. I want to know more. What questions mm-hmm. are you going to ask me? And we're going to give them the website and all that kind of good stuff here in a minute too. Yeah. So I think when it comes to your side of things, I would ask, well, one, we need to make sure that there's a proper buying power. Um, And when I say buying power is that we spoke about Walmart, we do drop shipping, so we don't have to purchase inventory up front. But when you're purchasing a product, Walmart only pays you every two weeks. So that means that for two weeks, you're floating the inventory or the revenue that you brought in because you also have to purchase those products. So if you sell for $40,000 in one month in revenue, you'd typically be around to, you need around $20,000 in credit to be able to fund that $40,000. So I would ask you to see what does your buying power look like? This can be a combination of credit or cash. Usually people will use credit if it's available to them because one, um, you're able to get points on all of your purchases and you're not using up all your liquid since we get paid every two weeks, it works perfectly for the credit model. So we'd look into that. 
if you're, whether you have it available, if you don't, we can guide you through some specific cards or funding options that we can find, or we can do some credit repair with you and guide you through that if it's maybe not right now. No matter what the answer would be, we'd be able to guide you to, to find a solution, you know, build a long-term plan. That sounds fantastic. Do you have yeah. a success story you want to share real quick? Yeah, I mean, we've, um, I, so I wouldn't use this as a, th this is not the typical scenario, okay? And th this is really not the typical scenario, but I am really excited to say that I, from my knowledge so far, I've never seen somebody scale a store to the same level that we have. Um, we have successfully been able to scale a specific store to our biggest month was $287,000 in wow. revenue um, in one month. And that came... We, we were sacrificing some profit margin to hit that type of revenue, but we were still able to get over 10% um, margins and net profit. So, you know, we're just under $30,000 of profit in that month. And I think considering that, you know, um, it was a fairly new store, it was like six or eight months in, and we were able to do that with the Walmart marketplace. It just, to me, it blows blows my mind that this opportunity is available to people like us and to know that uh, it's just there to take advantage of makes me excited to wake up every day. Oh, that sounds great. Which leads me into, let me see if I can find it. I quote from you, being the richest man in the century doesn't matter to me. Going to bed at night saying that we've done something wonderful, that's what matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I truly, I truly believe that, uh, Rebecca, it's something that for me, well, it's, it's funny because when I had my my uh, technology company, my software company, you know, I, I was young at, at 20 years old. Most of my friends did not do the type of thing that I was doing. Um, so <laughs> I know, come out of the cave. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's you know that's that's how it was, and it was tough because I was making the most money that I had ever made at the time, um, and it's where I really had a big realization that you know it's not about the money. I, I never dreamed of making you know, more than six figures at the time. And I realized like, this isn't what's going to make me happy. Um, the most fulfillment I ever had was through a coaching that I was doing prior to that. And I was helping people, you know, generate their first thousand, two thousand dollars a month online. And that is what really made me happy. So, you know, it took everything into perspective and allowed me to change it to, it's not about the money. It's really about helping people. And at night, that's really what makes me feel good about it. But a cool part of that is that the byproduct of helping more people is making more money. So you just have to switch your focus and everything starts to flow better. I love it. That servant heart is so needed in today's world. So I, I think that is a fantastic thing. You've dropped some great nuggets. It's been awesome having you on the show. I want to make sure people know how to get in touch with you. So what would you like them to do? Yeah, well, if you're just interested in connecting with me, keeping up with everything uh, on, on my way to Spain in a couple of weeks, actually, so that's exciting. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Alex Rich. Um, or if you want to maybe learn a little bit more about Walmart, you can go on walmartautomationpro.com. There's going to be some information there, and you can actually book in a call directly with myself uh, to go over things. So I'd always be happy to do so. We have a lot of valuable information on YouTube as well, Walmart Automation Pro. Um, but I think you know, following on Instagram, I'm very active there, and I, I answer all my messages. So I'd be looking forward to connect with people on there. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our show and 
we look forward to when this airs in a few weeks and I will, I'm just, we're going to promote it like crazy because everybody needs to know about you for sure. Uh, thank you so much, Rebecca. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much for being a part of the story behind our success. If you are a successful six-figure entrepreneur or an inspirational speaker who would like to be on this program, please visit neonlizardcreative.com slash podcast slash apply. If we're inspired by this interview, we would be honored if you would share it on social media and even rate it. Your thumbs up rating goes a long way to promote the show. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them. Let them know. Hashtag story behind our success. And don't forget, opt in on the website so you don't miss an episode. We have some fantastic guests on the docket. And if you want to know more, check out neonlizardcreative.com. See you next time.